Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast, the podcast where we take a certain director, actor, or genre of a movie, and we talk about the best example, the worst example, and that example that, yes sir, it ain't pretty, but it gets it done. (laughs) My name is Micah. Hey, I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And uh, I had to drop down into the Texas accent because if any longtime listeners out there know, we are from Texas, except of course our dear Kelly. (laughs) third of us (laughs) two-thirds of us are from texas and we record from texas and uh guys the weather is getting colder um here in texas i'm wearing long sleeves for probably the first time with shorts though (laughs) yeah with shorts i mean come on take one step at a time which of course colder weather back to school means it is football time in texas and i'm sure in tennessee too oh yeah I guess. And colder weather here means like 90 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, sorry for those of you that are getting like torrential snow right now or something. And because it is that season, I thought it would be perfect if we review high school football movies. And I tried my best, guys, to make it Texas high school football movies, but it, there's just... I guess you got two out of three. I got two out of three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same uh, same equivalent of uh, the us that's Texas, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what you yeah, two, two of these movies <laughs> yeah, represent exactly. me and you. I'm sorry, one of them is not from Tennessee. I can't. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So Dang my it, picks, God. my picks in chronological order, are Wildcats from 1986, Varsity Blues from 1999, and Friday Night Lights from 2004. So I guess I don't. <laughs> Charles need, is shaking his head. I guess I don't need to explain what a high school football movie is i mean it's a movie about high school football right i mean we don't have to go into explanation for of the our genre international that. listeners yeah. it's american football you see the game of football started back into the <laughs> and i guess if you're but you but to put it in context though like football is huge in texas yes so it, it, it yeah so I think that's why two of these movies are based in Texas. Right, it really is. Yeah. I mean, it. I know it's. I know it's kind of cliche, but it, football really is king in Texas. And when I was in high school, and m- many other people, it, it was like the football players kind of had a certain clout. Now, I never played football myself, um, but I hung out. Some of my best friends were football players, so I kind of understand the mentality of those people and you know those type of schools kelly what was a uh, high school like for you uh <laughs> i was kind of in my own little bubble i think you know i, I was on the golf team and i had my lady golfer friends and you go home and kind of... watch turner classic movies <laughs> exactly yes that was really that was my crowd i mean i didn't really i didn't really roll with the football team but they definitely were king as you said um mm-hmm. yeah it's really odd too, you know, I'll get more into this when we talk about the movies, but you know, I'm 16 years removed and it, it, just the, the whole environment, the whole culture is, it's very strange. It's very, it really is kind of strange, but it's, it's a, it's a part of who I am. It's part of who we are. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start with uh, the 1986 classic Wildcats. So where do you guys think that it falls on my list? Oh, this is easy. This is your good thing. <laughs> Kelly, what do you think? No. Uh, disagree. I'm going to I'm going to say it's your bad pick. It is my bad pick. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. It is my bad pick. Uh I'll read the synopsis here. Uh Molly McGrath 
Goldie Hawn, starring Goldie Hawn. Um, Molly McGrath's dream is to coach high school football. And when her dream is realized in the form of tough inner city team, she has a harder time than she expected trying to whip them into shape. I'm going to just, the reason I'm talking like that is because I can't help but look at this poster. Just look at that poster. Look, look at that. Yes, listeners, look at, look at that poster out there. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at Goldie Hawn on that poster. You should search up this poster. I mean, she just, she just is over her head. She doesn't know what she got herself into. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true. I feel like this, okay, this movie... The premise kind of has potential, you know, like, I don't know if I can recall to mind a, another movie where, where there's like a lady football coach. So th- it could have really, it, they could have done stand and deliver. They could have done, uh, you know, so many, they could have made it kind of inspirational and sweet, but it was just about like, oh, look how cute and adorable and tiny Goldie Hawn is compared <laughs> to these gigantic football players. And uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Too cutesy. It's like they had the gag and I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's it like just sounds have... like you have gas. It's like <laughs> they can't see what just happened. No. Oops, sorry. <laughs> My notepad fell. Uh, it's like they had the gag, but they they had no story with the gag. And uh, you know what, Kelly, you did something really good uh, when we were doing hag horror, is that you you really pinpointed where the issue was. And I'm gonna bring that back because the issue <laughs> the issue that I have with this, if I could sum it up in one word, it is the characters. You don't like the characters? The characters, no. And I can't get behind the characters. At the beginning of the movie, I'm not... There, there's really no motivation for me to root for Goldie Hawn's character. And at the end of the movie, I still don't have much of a motivation. Okay, her team won. Saw that coming. Yeah. Let me also say that this is the film debut of Woody Harrelson mm-hmm. and Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Both. Who actually starred in a basketball movie like yeah. five or uh, six years and later. And a train movie, too. And a train movie. It's very true. Um, I and I just I don't like her character, and maybe it's because you know Goldie Hawn. Eh, she's kind of really you don't like Goldie Hawn. She's kind of hard to like. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like nobody would say Goldie Hawn is hard to like. Yeah, this guy does. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's kind of kooky. Yeah. She's lovable, though. If anything, she's bubbly personality, right? I mean, okay, okay. I'll uh, leave it be. I'll leave it be. Yeah, but it, it it just doesn't work for me. And so, and like I said, it's totally predictable. From the moment you press play, you know what's going to happen. In fact, uh, Roger Ebert, um, when he reviewed this movie back in 1986, I read his review, and he, he sums it up. He sums it up really well. You know how now we have, um, every studio does this, they get on a wave or they kind of have a kick of, churning out the same type of movies right now we're on the reboot franchise um nostalgia wave and they're just kind of following that formula in the 80s there was a real liking towards the movies that were the underdog and it's basically from nothing they rise to victory and starting off i could say with maybe rocky you know is is a good example Rocky made a lot of money, so the studio execs say, we got to make some more movies about Rocky. And that's what this follows. In fact, uh, Goldie Hawn even did Private Benjamin before this. Same kind of thing. She says, by gum, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to show those. Yeah. (laughs) And that's that's basically what, what this is, is that, you know, the underdog and, you know, coming out of nothing and they're rising up. And you can see it coming from a mile away. 
and I don't hate this movie. Um, there are a few moments like I the rap scene during the credits is bizarre. I don't understand that. It's almost yeah. worth searching that just to see how absurd it is. Um, That's what you should take away from this movie is search that rap scene. In fact, Kelly, I'm, I'm ashamed that we, we didn't get you to inter- interject the entire time. <laughs> Football. Yeah. football yeah because that actually happens in the, in yeah, the rap and, scene and they all rap including you know woody harrelson and uh-huh. wesley snipes they rap about their characters too. yeah it's not just like and it's in like a really bright bold background backdrop thing uh anyway that that part is absurd that didn't go with the rest of the movie at all but i don't hate the movie um my favorite character is nipsey russell i i love every t- you know he plays the I guess the principal of the school she oh, goes to. Right. Right. And it, 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 it's such a brilliant delivery. And I love his character. Every time, basically, anytime someone says something to him, sassy or whatever, he's like, right. And, it, and it, it's just kind of, it's a smart aleck answer, and I love it. Um, and, and it's like just perfect delivery. So those are my top two parts. One other weird part for me, I thought it was kind of bizarre. Um, when they go into the, when she goes in the locker room for the first time and they're all naked. Um, it's not the problem with the nudity. It's just like, that's, I don't know. Like I I see that as like sexual harassment and then the movie just kind (laughs) of makes it like, Oh, Uh they're just being boys. Kind of like, like, okay, that's kind of weird to me. I don't know. Right. No, I, I totally get you on that. That's very strange. Kelly, what do you say? About that specifically, or just the movie in general? Or... What do you think Wait, about which... sexual harassment? That's well, what no, 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 whichever. I mean, Unfavorable. No, no, the movie, the movie. I just, I don't know. Maybe I was the only one that finds that a strange scene, but. No, I mean, it was. It was just, like, I, it, I think the, the biggest word I would use to describe the movie is just disappointing. You know, like, like I said before, I think they could have done something really interesting with the concept, and it just they like didn't try hard enough or didn't work out. I don't know what, what, what is to blame, but yeah. It's like a, if they, um, if they took football out of the movie, this would just be dangerous minds, you know? (laughs) Did we? Yeah, it's true. Did we mention the part about how her ex-husband is trying to take the kids away from her? No, we didn't even talk about that. That's a whole like side plot of the movie and it goes into a ridiculous courtroom scene where the, the team mm-hmm. comes in to defend her and it's just like oh yeah oh so, some of that really <laughs> went bad but it over again overall i didn't hate the movie it is kind of generic so speaking real quick about her ex-husband this brings up my i guess you can call it a minor nitpick but it's one of the things that really pushes it over the edge to bad for me um is when we enter when we're introduced to the character of her husband it's very odd okay so let me paint the picture Is for you. Is it the bathtub scene? Yeah. Let me paint the picture for you. She's just been successful, like had a successful day. I don't even remember what happened. But uh, she's rewarding herself with a bath. And she's lying in the bath. And the shot is neck up. Goldie Hawn lying in the bath. And she's relaxing. Her eyes are closed. And then it cuts to this guy, who we don't even know who this guy is. And he's standing there just peering at her. And then it cuts back to Goldie Hawn and it's a full body shot. And you would think it'd be the typical bubble bath. No, it's clear water. So you get a full nude shot. You get an eyeful. You get an eyeful basically. (laughs) And her, so here's my two problems with it. Her response to him is she just says, what what was his name? Frank? I'm going to go with Frank. (laughs) Frank sounds good. (laughs) 
sure. She just goes, ah, Frank, hand me a towel. And then she kind of stands there and naked. And then she stands there and he's like, okay, this is really weird. That, who, we don't even know who this guy is. We find out a couple of lines later that it's her ex-husband. And, but even still, that's not okay. <laughs> to well, just yeah. maybe, the, maybe the director was throwing that in there because of the, the previous locker room scene with all the male full frontal nudity. So here, and here's my, here's my problem, is that um, this is supposed to be a movie about woman empire, empowerment. And they throw in a gratuitous, full, a gratuitous nudity scene. I have a real issue with this. Like, come on. There, there's no reason for it. And... It serves no point to the plot. Powerful women can be naked too, though, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> but it just it just seems like you know, like, hey, here you go, audience. Just kind of a. I did. I, I it does freebie. feel. It really does feel gratuitous the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was totally unnecessary, but yeah. I was right. It was Frank. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, man. That's Very good. happy. And Kelly. Yeah. Did you recognize her oldest daughter? Oh, I did. Uh, I did. I didn't even have to look she, it up. She starred in a porn, Kelly, if that helps you. Teen Witch? Yes! <laughs> it's Teen Witch! She was Teen Witch! If you want to understand that joke, you've got to go into our 80s coming-of-age movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, one of my favorite episodes, actually. Yeah, it really is. So, <laughs> let's move on to my next pick, which is uh, Varsity Blues from 1999. This is my ugly pick. Oh, you don't even let us tell you, huh? <laughs> I'm just getting it out there. Yes, it's it's obvious. Because yeah. I feel like I feel like this poor, this poor little thing. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to defend it in some way. But it is not. It's not a good movie. Let's <laughs> just let's just throw all cards out there. It's not a good movie. It's really not. Um, <laughs> no, it's now not. there. Go ahead. Do the synopsis. Okay, synopsis is, um, a backup quarterback has chosen to lead a Texas football team to victory after the star quarterback is injured. Uh, this stars James Vanderbeek. Uh, it also has uh, Paul Walker, um, John Voigt, Scott Kahn, a lot of 90s people. Allie Lauder. Allie Lauder, Amy Smart. I mean, it's basically a, a, a 90s who's who list. <laughs> it's a good way to put it. Yeah. So, let, let me take you back to 1999. I was Paint us a school. picture, Micah. Y2K. I paint a picture. Yeah, we were all nervous about Y2K, and Varsity Blues was rolling into the theaters. So, I'm in the theater, filled with high school kids, and Varsity Blues comes on. I mean, this was the event of high school, was watching Varsity Blues, because finally, somebody has taken our lives and has put it up on screen, and and at the end, I'm not gonna lie. At the end, when he wins, when he makes the the, the winning touchdown, people got up and cheered. And people got up and clapped. And oh my gosh, it was such a euphoric moment. And I look back on that, and I just go, "Are you gonna cry? I know. Are you gonna cry? No, 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 no. I look back on that. I look back on that, and I just go." What the hell were we thinking? This is a ridiculous movie. It is so <laughs> ridiculous. So if I had to sum up my issue with this movie in one word, what do you think that word is? I don't know. Accent. Accent? Yes. <laughs> yes. Accent. Say that after him. What is that? Doesn't count. What, what do you think mean? I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say accent. Accent? Yes. <laughs> hey, I feel like that was a weird delay thing because 
anyway. Okay, okay. okay. Well, accents. Yes, the accents in this are ferocious. Um, I feel like we've made fun of his accent before. Was it when we were talking about the modern western? Is that when that came up? Uh, yeah, I think so, so. Let's go around the room. Give us the best. Best I don't want in your life. Go ahead. What was hey? What was that again? The best I don't want your life. Oh, I was like, I don't know what you're asking me. Wait, I gotta go first. Kelly, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. <clears throat> I don't want your life, Charles. I don't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your opinion. <laughs> you asked me for it. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> okay, tell tell us, Charles. So, tell me what. <laughs> tell us why you don't like it. Okay, okay. You're just like I don't want. I don't want your opinion. But tell us. But um, go ahead. Tell okay, us. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Okay, hold on. Back up. Back up. Back up. Here's here's the thing. This reminded me a lot of your dead man on campus. So honestly, <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, is, is he gonna like this movie? Um, I forgot how bad it was. I agree, it was very popular <laughs> in this time. But it's an MTV movie, late '90s, just like your dead man on campus crap. Um, but. The accents you sort of get used to, they, they they're they're kind of out there. But let's okay. Instead of just trashing this movie, you did call it your ugly one. What I noticed when I watched it the first time in years, this time watching it for the podcast, was that it is acted better than it deserves to be. There are some moments of great acting in this movie when Billy Bob is in the back of the truck shooting trophies and he's crying. That's really solid acting. Like that's a legitimately dramatic scene. There are there are certain sequences like that um, that just really caught me off guard because uh, some of it's just really cheesy. It opens up really goofy with like Billy Bob, you know, pouring syrup into his mouth and you know while he's driving <laughs> and he's got a pig named Bacon. There's some ridiculous stuff, but there are some really good dramatic moments in this movie, and I. I think that, you know, because like I said, Billy Bob kind of breaks down and said, this is all he has. And there's that, there's that, you know, dramatic weight underneath it all. Like, yeah, these kids, this is what their life is. Like some, you know, their parents are living through them. And so there's that side of the movie. When I'm being serious, when I say that that's a really good side of it, it's a better movie than what we got. Because the rest is filled with this kind of high school immature crap and gratuitous nudity and the whole thing Mm -hmm. with like, the whole thing with their their teacher who happens to be a stripper, um, <laughs> yeah. that's absurd to me. It's ridiculous. I will say, though, that um, the Ali Larder uh, whipped cream bikini scene, mm-hmm. that that's almost become like an iconic scene of nudity, right? Like, right. it's up there with, like, Phoebe Cates in Fast Times at Ridgemont High or, mm-hmm. or uh, American Pie, like, you know, Shannon Elizabeth. Right. So, there, that's, you know... For whatever reason, those are the scenes, like, especially if you're talking of a high school age, those are the scenes that really stick out to you, know, you know, so, um, and they even spoofed it later on in Not Another Teen Movie, <laughs> yeah, if you remember did. that, yeah. with the banana split. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so, I don't, I don't hate this movie, but there are just, there are some really stupid, stupid moments. <laughs> Kelly, what are your thoughts on Varsity Blues? <laughs> Oh man! Like I think this is a great ugly movie. Really, I mean, it it embodies all that I believe ugly to be. I mean, it's terrible, but it's fun. Um, you laugh while you're watching it at questionable times. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I this is one that I would definitely rewatch. I mean, it's it's kind of a guilty pleasure movie, but it's you know it is what it is. 
So our ugly movies are always the ones that we, you know, kind of hate to admit that we like. <laughs> yes. And I, you know, there's logically, there's no reason why I should like this movie. Maybe it's nostalgia, but yeah, it, it, it's it's that. And also there, all the characters are huge personifications of people that I knew, but there are some... There are some moments that I that I, I honestly go, wow, yeah, that's 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 kind of what they said. They said that before. I've heard people say these things before the movie came out. But I mean, seriously, if if you're gonna rob a, a cop car and drive around naked, you're going to jail. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you're going to jail. You're not getting a well. Boys will be boys out of them. Yeah. Well, uh, and that brings up the thing about the coach. I think John Voight is ridiculously awful oh, in this yeah. movie yeah his, <laughs> his accent is bad he's chomping on the gum yeah That's just, um... it's like mm-hmm. he, he's the worst part of the movie to me and i i really wish and again i know i keep harping on this but i feel like they could have gone a little more dramatic and it might have been a much better movie for it but you would have had to have a different actor playing that role because mm-hmm. it's a really important role and you think about it i mean uh i know we're going to talk about um Friday night lights next but this came out before that, and mm-hmm. it shares a lot of similar moments and similar beats, even like the coach like letting them play when they're injured, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So let's actually segue into that, because uh, in 1987, or 1988, I'll have to check it, there was a book that was written um, that was um, called Friday Night Lights, and uh, it was written by Buzz uh, Bizinger, and uh, it, it really is a nonfiction account chronicling uh the permian odessa team in 1987 so that was written very well-known book even when friday even when uh, varsity blues came out varsity blues is loosely based off of the ideas of friday night oh Lights. i didn't know that actually yeah, I... it is huh so no, it's not indicated. it's not a well it's not a uh you know adaptation it's just the idea of a texas town and there's a lot of things that yeah are similar so if you take out the some of the the stupid dialogue, the bad accents, uh, the parts that slow down the movie, like the relationships and you know doing <laughs> driving around in a cop car naked, you know that it's, if you take all that stuff out and focus on the football and the relationship between the uh, players. Then what you have is 2004's Friday Night Lights. Exactly, hundred percent. You agree have that. the better movie. Yes, I agree. Right. You, you have the intent that uh, Varsity Blues was going for. So Friday Night Lights, um, based on H.G.'s B. Singer's um, book, which profiled economically depressed town of Odessa, Texas, and their heroic high school football team, the Permian High Panthers. Go Mojo! Uh, gosh, I love this movie. I it just, is a good movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Do you like the movie or the series better? Uh, you know, I haven't seen the series at all. I haven't either. Have you seen it, Kelly? I, I hear it's really good, though. I mean, it was a popular yeah. series yeah. and all uh-huh. that. Um, but I do like this movie, and and they actually got like you know like authentic like southern people to play the roles right. like so the accents aren't distracting like billy bob thornton billy bob thornton's from texas billy... uh yes. lucas black he was mm-hmm. lucas black is from texas donkey uh, kong <laughs> uh <laughs> it's from it's from tokyo drift come on yeah you guys remember that you know i haven't even seen it but the um <laughs> 
Mike is a man with, on a mission. He's, he's yeah, going to get was, through this I was, I was looking. I was looking for some things. But the, the, the way I would sum up this one, if I had one word to sum up this one, uh, I would go with intensity. Because if you notice the entire movie, the whole time, it's leaving you kind of on the edge. Like, and part of that has to do with uh, Peter Berg is the director. Part mm-hmm. of it has to do with his directing style. The way he'd shot this uh, was very... Like a documentary? Uh, yeah, like a documentary. A lot of tight over-the-shoulder shots, you know, where the character is about in third of the frame and the rest is just a, a shadow or, a, you know, the ba- someone's silhouette. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the way it's edited, too, how it will really have long periods of shots and then quick editing and then long shots it keeps you anticipating and in the intensity and also one of my favorite parts in the movie honestly is the score yes the score is like mm-hmm. it's it it's the the drums are either or it's got the real long vibrato of the guitar going on yeah i just love that it's explosions in the sky by the way is the the band Oh, I did not. Yeah, okay. the, the the band's name is Explosions in the Sky, and they did the entire score for the movie, which I think is oh, pretty nice. awesome. Yeah, it's a, and um, it, it's got a period music in it as well. It keeps true to the period, so I mean... But it's not overly 80s either. No, like, it's, it's you're thing. right. It's not overly 80s. It's um, some some things that could be considered like early 80s. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's only like a handful of clothing styles that you know were 80s in the movie and i you know in a sense it makes it timeless like it's saying right. football is timeless this exactly. is their way of life it doesn't matter what generation they're in exactly football doesn't yeah. change exactly and uh, is speaking of the intensity of it i just love the dramatic beats because they will have a, a broad range they'll have these like very highly intense moments and my one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and it gave me chills. I, I watched it again last night because I just love it. I gotta, and uh, was when um, Derek Luke's character, mm-hmm. Booby Miles, he um, goes and unpacks his locker, and he's going around the locker room. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how this scene would go in Varsity Blues. This is how the scene would go in Varsity Blues. <laughs> he's unpacking his locker and he's kind of somber about it. And he, uh, as he's about to leave, somebody gives him the slow clap and then they all stand up and clap and you know he looks around and gives a wave he walks out of the locker room he takes a couple of steps into the parking lot stop and looks back and he nods at the stadium and then gets in his car and drives into the sunset that's how i go in varsity blues doesn't sound that bad to me (laughs) (laughs) in friday night lights this is how it goes he's cleaning out his locker and he's still talking like booby mills oh man i'll see you when i'm famous and hey you know i and you try to get that state championship without me. You know, he's, he's still cocky, booby miles. And he's, he's has, he kind of has the swag in his walk when he walks out, you know, like he still owns the place. He gets in the car with his uncle and he just breaks down and he's in and Derek Luke. I, I, I really wish there was more stuff from this guy because he was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's just sobbing and he's saying, this is all I know. I can't do anything else. I can't. Cause these kids, I mean, that yeah, they've just been put this pressure on, and he's got nothing else going on in his life, and even talking about him, getting chills, just the way I, he performs. I, I like, kind of just did too right now. Yeah. I feel like both Varsity Blues and this movie though do 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 that well. They show the intense pressure 
mm-hmm. that these people they are do. put through. And and, and I agree. Obviously, Friday Night Lights is better. It better it represents that better. But I, I really do think there's moments in Varsity Blues that really show that well. Well, what Friday Night Lights does too, so it goes to that extreme with that scene with Booby. But then there's small scenes where it's very tense, very almost like a, a Tarantino-esque tension going on between the dialogue uh there's one in particular that uh the two two uh, kids i can't uh, remember their names right now but uh they're eating breakfast at a 7-eleven or a kmart or not a kmart but a, a you know one of those quick marts and a cop car pulls up next to him and rolls down the window and they kind of look over and he looks over at them that is like this old sheriff and he says you boys all right they kind of say yes sir and then it's quiet for a while and he goes you gonna bring back state this year and he, yes sir and i don't know there was just something about the dialogue because number one it's an authority figure you know and he's almost like looking he's he's looking at them like they're heroes but they're just kids trying to eat breakfast you know and mm-hmm. they kind of don't want to be bothered but at the same time they're like hey are we in trouble and there's just this and it's not a very long scene, but there's just so much unspoken there. It's brilliantly done. And it's that tension that keeps on going. You know, one of my favorite um, actors in this movie, though, and I mean this sincerely, is Tim McGraw. I, yeah. He blew me away in yeah, this movie. Playing he did. This, yeah. this abusive, alcoholic father. And I, they have some of the most intense scenes in the movie, as far as I'm concerned, the scene where he's kicking out the car windows. Mm, yeah. Um, the scene where he catches uh, his son, you know, about to have sex with the girl on the couch. And, you know, and they're like. And he tapes his hands. Yeah. And he's ball. like, hold on, yeah. you can hold on the ball. You can hold on the ball. And it, it's just. But even the fact, the way they shot that scene, like they're all making out on the couch and it pans over and he's just standing there shirtless. Just watching him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just. <laughs> it's. It's. He's just. He's really good in this part. It's not overacted as far as I'm concerned. It. It just surprised me because I've I've seen him in other movies and I think this by far is his best performance. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, though he's playing a sure. sleazebag, it's like he did it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, that I mean that is that's my favorite part about this movie really is the acting. The acting is just amazing across the board. You believe everyone's performance. I mean that's or that's how I felt anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Connie Britton is um, she plays. Um, Sharon Gaines, she's the coach's in the wife. TV show too, right? And she's in the TV show as a coach's <laughs> wife. I was trying to. Is she? She, she play the same character? Uh, I don't know if the name is the same. I'm looking that up right now. But um, would you, while I'm looking that up, would you guys have any other picks? Remember the Titans. Good. One. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That was the you know. So I don't know that it's better though. I mean, Friday Night Lights probably I still would have picked, but mm-hmm. that is a really good movie. Uh, her name is something different. It's Tammy Taylor, but it's basically it's the it's the same character. Yeah. <laughs> so Remember the Titans was close on my list, and I think the thing that I liked about Remember the Titans is, you know, it it really is um, a good 1970s movie, meaning you know about the 1970s, um, but it has that twist, and I don't want to give it away because yeah. we're not reviewing it, but yeah. it does have a twist in there, and you don't see it coming. Yeah. And um, it really, it goes from like a feel good movie to something like oh something completely different. I know it really it really um, takes your breath away when the yeah. twist happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some other stuff. 
That's the vaguest <laughs> statement I've ever heard. Other stuff. Okay. Yes, please. 31 Days of Horror. Yes. Yes. So, it's in full swing. Yes. So uh, why is Mike laughing at that? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so so Cat People um, came out today, which is my review. So check it out. It's on the site now. Um, what's the one tomorrow, Kelly? What are you reading tomorrow? Is it, Oh, it's The Fly. The Fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff so, Goldblum. So the fly will be out tomorrow. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have uh, been enjoying that out there. If you're listening, watching it, reading our reviews, Kelly and I have been working really hard. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because we bust our butts to get them out, even if it comes out at 11.59 p.m. There's been a few <laughs> nights where it's like yeah. we, we literally have three seconds to post it. Because yeah. um, I can go but on there on the it. website and I can see Kelly's editing. And I just imagine her typing furiously at her keyboard <laughs> every time. And it brings a smile on my face. Um, but... I've, <laughs> I hope you guys have been enjoying it, um, especially in the videos too. The little overview videos; those have been those are a blast to make. Um, but it is winding down, so we're going to be starting you know the '90s here soon. Not not too much longer left in this thing. Um, I also want to mention here and there. Um, mm-hmm. Kelly and Mark are doing the James Bond series, and we just um, released episode three. Episode three just came out um, a couple days ago. So yeah, uh, anything you want to say about that, Kelly? What's the next no. episode? Um, the next episode is Diamonds Are Forever, I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the part four will be coming out. Um, we yeah, that's that's been a blast too. I've been thinking of a few different ideas for the next here and there. So. And it's 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 hilarious. It really is. The the here and there is so funny and. Uh... The best part of the commercials. I love I mean, the commercials. No no offense to the <laughs> discussion, the but the commercials are hilarious to me. So. <laughs> Oh, big shout out to Mark for well, and to you, to you, to uh, be, being no, well, okay, but <laughs> but he I, to the, every single time, like when I go back and listen to these things, his his jingle just gets me every time. <laughs> Riveting, yeah, yes, yeah. Well, when I was uh, when I was editing it together, um, I was like, okay, how much of the outtakes do I want to leave in on this? And it just. <laughs> It just, I was like, I left in a, like the first one, not so much. And like every, every commercial, it's like a little more of the behind the scenes part of it. So you'll hear a, bit, a little bit more of Mark laughing. That was kind of my intent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so that's I, where we're at on that. What I really appreciate about what you guys are doing over there is that um, Moonraker is such a cheesy movie. I didn't even know it was a, a decent book. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, but you got to check out what they say about it. It's 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 really kind of eye opening. Like, oh man, I can't believe they took Ian Fleming's novels and made it into this. <laughs> I know we've had some of those same revelations ourselves. It is it's interesting to read them and then watch them and see how they Flying compare. Flying gondolas and yes, and Holly uh, Goodhead. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so um, in the spirit of the month of October um, and thirty one days of horror. Um, Charles, it's your pick next. It is, because you and I switched. Mm-hmm. So we got to do, you know, the kind of fall high school football movies. And I wanted to do something more appropriate for Halloween. So this one, you know, the, the next one is going to come out really soon, guys. It will come out before Halloween, so sometime next week. Um, but uh, I want to do werewolf movies. Okay. Ooh. So uh, this was really, really hard for me to pick. It really was. And I'm going to it's really hard for me to get through my list without cracking up. Here goes. My picks are um, The Howling. Okay. The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Wolves of Wall Street. Okay. No, wait, not wait. Wolf of Wall Street. Not 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 the DiCaprio movie. Not DiCaprio. Movie. Not, the, you know, not that okay. movie. No, 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 no. This is Wolves of Wall Street. Wolves. Yeah, yeah. I have a hard time yeah. saying that word. I'm trying, but um Dances with what? Yeah. So but this is the one with Eric Roberts. Um and you've probably I love never Eric heard of Roberts. it. I love Eric Roberts. Yeah. I yeah. I own this movie, so if that tells you anything. Um Okay. Um, but those are my three picks. And like I said, this episode will be coming pretty soon back at you. So, um, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get it recorded soon. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Cool. All right. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks.